0: Qualified. Good morning and welcome to your Catholic Corner for the 29th day of January, a rather wet weekend that we are having. On the Church's calendar, it is the fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time and you're listening to Free FM 89.0, Independent Community Media. And your Catholic Corner is generously sponsored by the parish of St. Matthew's Hillcrest. My introductory music was Michael Crawford singing my usual Ave Maria or Hail Mary. At this time we have feasts uh, of the conversion of St. Paul last Wednesday, St. Thomas Aquinas yesterday and a more recent St. John Bosco on Tuesday, but more about them later. The main thing on our minds at present is the climate. I doubt if there's anyone alive in New Zealand who does not now believe in climate change. The unseasonable heavy rains that have deluged the Coromandel and East Cape, and now Henderson and Kumu in Auckland, uh, are absolutely outstanding. Added to these are the ones in the Nelson area, the Westport area twice, Ashburton, And even Australia, normally a drought-ridden country, has had its share of inundations. How many pictures we've seen of cars floating down in the water or houses underwater. And I haven't even started on the volcanoes, avalanches, bushfires, landslides and severe snowstorms or America's tornadoes. Now some will say... Why does a loving God do these things? Now if my theology is correct, God the Creator does not organise the day to day events of this world or even those of ourselves, because we are um, born with a free will. There are many many people have different interpretations of our loving God, just what and his function. We know he's the creator of everything. And we know so much about him through his son who came down on earth, Jesus Christ. But it seems fairly clear that the day-to-day events are not organized. His creation is an ongoing state that we can modify to some degree as we see fit, good or bad. Just like ourselves, we too can be good or bad. God may know what is going to happen, but we have the, about, have the power or the ability to intervene and um, make it happen as God will know that we will. Just as we have free will to love God or reject Him, God does not hand us a cure for disease and cancer, but humans have the talent, often latent, to find these things for ourselves. God's plan, our doing. So we have to get on and solve these problems ourselves. But a prayer to the Creator will certainly help. And of course, um, whatever your interpretation of Creator God, um, we certainly are very humbled by what we loosely call nature. How do we stop as our houses are flooded and the rivers are rising, how do we stop the rain? We cannot. How do we stop the hillside behind our houses um, collapsing down on our houses? How do we stop the ocean coming in and pounding away our shoreline? Um, How do we stop the lava from volcanoes uh, flowing wherever it chooses to flow? And How do we stop a tornado coming down and wrecking the houses and things? We cannot. We are here to do what we can and to live God's plan. So there we are. So uh, difficult as it may be, we've just got to get on and cope with what is delivered to us, both as a nation, weather-wise, and uh, as an individual human but let us listen to the colby singers now uh, on a brighter note singing praise to the holiest in the height to the holiest in the height. Now, today's epistle and gospel readings for Mass are sobering and humbling. First, St. Paul to the Corinthians wrote, Seek the Lord, all you humble of the land, who do his just commands. Seek righteousness, seek humility. Perhaps you may be hidden on the day of the anger of the Lord. But I will leave, it, leave in your midst a people humble and lowly. Sorry about that. I'm reading the first reading, which is also uh, from Zephaniah, which is also very humbling. But this is St. Paul to the Corinthians. Consider your calling, brothers. Not many of you were wise according to worldly standards. Not many were powerful. Not many were of noble birth. righteousness and sanctification and redemption, so that as it is written, let the one who boasts, boasts to the Lord. And that puts us in a place, doesn't it? And Matthew's gospel is one that is um, is um, quite often quoted and also very um, sobering. This is Matthew. At that time, seeing the crowds, Jesus went up on the mountain. And when he sat down, his disciples came to him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward, reward is great in heaven. So there it is. That's God's recipe for life through his son Jesus. Now on the surface this seems to denigrate kings, leaders, wealthy, famous, and not so. The virtues expressed are within each of us. Good leaders can be merciful, wealthy can be super generous, and so on. Look at the famous and the notorious, but admire the generous and the humble. And as a footnote to this, says um, Moses, who brought the um, Israelites out of Egypt, was just a, a humble servant. Um, he, he was just he was just an orphan that uh, was found in the bulrushes. Da, King David was the adulterer, yeah. um, and so on. So many of these people that um, God elevated from their. from their humility. And of course, the apostles were mainly fishermen or tax collectors and Jesus himself, he wasn't born in a golden throne. He was born in a stable at Bethlehem. So there we are. We have to live with humility and mercy and kindness uh, if we want to get the eternal rewards. Now, my next hymn is called... Loved Sinners and it's by Father Chris Skinner. So you are listing your Catholic corner on Free Eighty Nine uh, Free FM
1: 89.0. We gather here, loved sinners. Lay our burdens down. Although we are unworthy Kiss the holy ground Lord, beyond all telling This we can confess And hear Him gently calling Come to me and rest Lord, lead us to your door, grace us with the will to sin. friends His mercy Feel it in your bones When anger takes possession Throw away the stones When guilt and fear consume you Telling you such lies Just seek the one who heals you Look into his eyes, life and mercy, Lord. Lead us to your door. Grace us with the will to sin no
2: more.
1: We bow our heads in prayer. I'm We are loved sinners See the wounds he bore Let nothing false deceive us His life and peace restore For sin is loved so deeply This we can proclaim Accept his love completely Never be the same.
0: Loved Sinners by Father Chris Skinner Now the three saints stories that I mentioned earlier One on Wednesday was the conversion of St. Paul And St. Paul, who used to be called Saul, um, came from Tarsus he was brought up as a strict Jew, and was persecuting the Christians. And the Acts of the Apostles, Acts of the Apostles, tell us what has happened. As I was on my way and drew near Damascus about noon, a great light from heaven suddenly shone around me, and I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, "Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me?" And I answered. Who are you, Lord? And he said to me, I am Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth, whom you are persecuting. Now those who were with me saw the light, but did not understand the voice who was speaking to me. And I said, What shall I do, Lord? And the Lord said, Go to Damascus, and there you'll be told all that's appointed to you to do. And of course, um, He was suddenly converted by this apparition and from this fierce persecution he became the great apostle of the Gentiles and some people regard Paul as greater than Peter and the others. He made three missionary journeys and wrote thirteen epistles of the New Testament uh, that are credit to do him and later on he was beheaded in Rome. Yesterday was the feast of St. Thomas Aquinas. He was a doctor of the church. He was an Italian-Dominican friar, Catholic priest, and made a doctor of the church because of all his influential philosophy and theology. Um, His most known works uh, are all in Latin, and some were never finished because he died on his way to the Council of Lyon, in 1274, so he was in the 13th century. And Thomas Aquinas is very highly regarded in the church and the Catholic College in Taronga, uh, which opened in 2003, is named St. Thomas Aquinas College. And I believe there's a school down on the South Island, at least one school down on the South Island, in a place called Winton, which is um, also named St. Thomas Aquinas. The third saint was St. John Bosco, he's a little bit more recent than Thomas Aquinas, he was born in 1815 and died in 1888, and although he's John Bosco, he's commonly known as Don Bosco, and he was a priest and educator. While working in Turin, he dedicated his life to the betterment and education of street children, juvenile delinquents and other disadvantaged youth. He developed teaching methods based on love rather than punishment. And he founded the Salesian congregation to educate the youth. And John, with the help of St. Mary Mazzarello, founded the Salesian Sisters. And there is a St. John Bosco school, at least in Taranaki, and there may, may be others elsewhere. So that's our saint for the day. So now you can go back to bed as there won't be too much outdoor activity for you today. And our time is nearly up here on Your Catholic Corner. Thanks again to St. Matthews for sponsoring our program. Do tune in next Sunday at 8.30 to FM 89.0 for Your Catholic Corner. And as our final hymn, we listen to We listen to the Colby Singers again, singing, Holy God, we praise thy name. Have a good day.